Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to Relationships Revisited. I'm Elazar, and grateful as always to be with you. Today, we're going to talk about anger. Anger is clearly one of the most destructive emotions expressed in a relationship. Anger is also one of the most common emotions expressed in a relationship. Anger can be expressed in a whole bunch of ways. It can be aggressive. I think that's what we're most familiar with. Or passive, passive-aggressive. It can also be internalized and hidden away as, <clears throat> excuse me, as resentment. So the big question then comes is, what to do about anger in a relationship? How do we look at it? How do we frame it? How do we relate to it? It's a very difficult mo- emotion to work with. And because it's so common, I'm hoping to be helpful with uh, a frame that might give us a different perspective and make it a little bit more manageable. So to begin with, anger, like all emotions, all emotions, even the word emotion, right, tells us something. Emotion, it's supposed to signal us to do something. Motion, it's a call to action. And it's a call to action because something feels threatening. Anger is a reaction when something feels threatening. And it's often threatening to something very important. In the case of relationships, it's often something important like our sense of self, our sense of worth, our sense of significance, of being important, of being valuable. And there is nobody on this planet that we want to be more significant to and important to than our person, than our partner. So when anger comes up in a relationship, it's a signal that our desire to be to feel important and significant to the one we have chosen to love and be loved by is at stake. And it's important business. This is important business and Anger is an understandable way to react to try and deal with the situation. Something very important is in jeopardy, and anger is a reaction to that. And at the same time, as understandable as anger is, what it does, unfortunately, is create more pain and more rejection for the upset person and for their partner for the upset person that needs to feel loved in that moment, that needs attention in that moment. And for the upset, for the person that's on the receiving end of the the upset, the partner, anger is so confusing. It's so threatening. It's so overwhelming for him or for her. And the other person, then the, the partner, the only thing that he or she can do in that moment is to protect themselves in some way. Also by attacking back with maybe their own anger or pulling away and, and, going into a, a tortoise shell to protect oneself. And then what happens is the angry partner, who is really just looking for the attention and for the, the reassurance, is left even more alone and desperate. This is a rough situation, folks, and we're going to try and understand this even more. Okay, so an example, an example that can bring this to life and hope it make it hopefully make it more concrete. Megan's husband didn't check in with her before he made plans to play golf on the afternoon of yes, her first ultrasound. And guess what? 
Megan got furious. She got angry. She got loud. She got aggressive. Her texts were fast and furious. There were a lot of exclamation points. And beneath it all, Megan was hurt. Her sense of feeling important to him on a significant date was threatened. This was the first ultrasound. She felt like she did not matter to him at all. And Megan's anger expressed all of that. While at the exact same time, it hit it. It expressed all of that pain and all that hurt, and it hid it. It hid it away at the same time. Her husband, Ron, he could not see her hurt. Why? Because Ron was too busy activating his own protection in that moment, which in Ron's case was some anger of his own. And his anger, his attack back, his counterattack, was defending his own need to feel important and significant to her. After all, Ron thinks to himself, I'm there for her in so many ways. I work so hard. I take care of her. I do my best to be a loving husband and and provider and a father. And as he sees the angry texts and the exclamation points and the criticism, all of that is just abolished. It's 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 destroyed. It's dismissed. It's ignored. It's like it doesn't. It it never happened. And so with Ron as well, anger expresses all of his pain while hiding it at the same time. So I'm wondering, folks, can we honor the motivation behind anger? Can we honor it as this person's best attempt to protect and call attention to their hurt? Well, at the same time, we're honoring that, right? But at the same time, seeing how, unfortunately, it doesn't, it doesn't go well. It, it only leads to more pain for the person expressing it and the one on the receiving end. And it just doesn't work well. It doesn't work well in relationships. So if we could honor anger with this frame, like, if we could really honor it, what would it sound like if we really gave it the space? So for Megan, maybe it could sound something like, you know, Ron, I get angry because I want to matter to you. And when it, I, it feels like I don't matter to you, like when I heard you you made that plan to play golf in the afternoon of the ultrasound, I get scared. I feel like I'm not important and I don't know where I stand with you. And it really hurts. That now is expressing... Now, we're seeing what's underneath the anger. And this is going to be a lot easier for Ron, who, who genuinely cares about Megan, to feel that and respond to her so that her pain actually gets attuned into as opposed to rejected and dismissed from his own protection. And for Ron, let's say Megan does get angry, okay? Ron's side, if we take the elevator down, it could be something like, yeah, and I get angry back because... I want you to feel loved by me and taken care of. I try so hard to show you that. I try so hard to be there for you in so many different ways. And when I saw those angry texts and and, and I felt so attacked, I felt like everything I do is worthless. Like, like I'm just a failure to you. And that's not who I want to be. This makes it much more understandable to understand, much more easy to understand. So, by revealing 
what the anger conceals, there is a chance to reduce suffering in a relationship. And even more, I'd say, even more if we can just get beneath the anger just enough, right? There's a chance for the very hurt that would previously drive us apart, for that very hurt to become like fertile soil out of which deeper love and understanding can blossom. So hoping this is a helpful reframe of anger, seeing it for what it really is, and hopefully as we relate to it in that way, it will not hijack our relationships so we can experience more closeness and when necessary, more repair. Wishing everyone well in that. And again, I thank you for joining me here in this space between Relationships Revisited. Mm-hmm.